it going, y'all? This is Brett Nallen and David Nallen with those Nallen Brothers podcast. Uh, if you haven't heard about us before, we are two nerds that happen to be brothers and enjoy talking about games, tech, and anything else we happen to like. How you been doing, David? I've been doing good. Same old, same old. Back in school, reading a lot of pages and learning a lot of things. All right, that's good. Yeah, I'm doing about the same thing. Getting uh, prepped to go spend the next three months of my life overseas in uh, Philippines, uh, Thailand, some other places. So it's it'll be it'll be good fun out there. Um, without too much to ado, anything you want to talk to catch up on? No, that's about it. Yeah, nothing much, nothing new in our personal lives. Kid birthdays, no big deal. Uh, so let's move on to our next subject, uh, or get, get to our first segment. Let's talk about games. So, the Dying Light is releasing a new DLC here soon. So, we, we've both been playing this game a lot here recently, and I'm kind of excited to see a, uh, a DLC coming out. I was kind of interested to see what it was going to be like. Um, it looks like the DLC is going to be pretty big into, uh, story modes, different, um, Things like that. Introducing a way to travel along fast or through the countryside because that takes a while to do in this game. Yeah, so they're introducing quick travel, um, uh, more achievements and trophies, which is to be expected within type of DLC. Usually that involves missions. And the expansion to the universe. Yeah, so bigger bigger world, which is good. That, that, that's I don't know if it's needed. The world's pretty big as it is, but... Um, we haven't even really explored enough of it to, no, to speak but, about it. But it's always exciting to have another addition with DLC. Yeah. So um, it looks like it's going to be a, a good content drop, which I'm excited about because I hate having DLCs that are, oh, you can change your skins. You can change your – how you look. Yeah, you yeah can, the customization skin things. Oh, we, we, we allowed a new weapon that makes everything easier so you can buy your way to victory. Yeah. Well, I do – like the new weapons, and if they drop a couple maps with them, I like the new weapons that come out. It makes the game a little bit more interesting, but if they'll balance. Yeah. It says they're going to add some more crafting in, more uniform universe. So um, there's a little quick line here about something about my car is safe. So that should be that should be the real interesting portion, I would have to say, is that the the... the um, world is considered more safe in your car, which they already said it's going to be a quick travel type thing. Yeah, so it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, enough about dying light. Yeah. Well, so let's go and move on to Homefront. Uh, just got announced it'll be released in May 2017. Uh, this game has been through, uh, no, no, no offense to the game or anything, but it's been through hell and back since the first release of Homefront, um, the original uh, game. So yeah, the first original game, they were trying to slide it in there, like, oh, we made this game, yeah. Well, they fully they fully intended to have a, a immediate sequel put onto it. The problem is, they went bankrupt. Their studio lost money. Someone else picked it up. Someone else started making it. They went bankrupt, lost their money. It's, it's been the the bad luck charm of I would say every studio. It's like Duke every Nukem. Yeah, it's, it's it's the new Duke Nukem, except they've overcome it and they've actually released a someone. I think someone took it over. I don't know who took it over, but it's fine. It's finally coming out. The story takes place in Philadelphia. Uh, you're. It's going to be free roam. Okay. The um. You're a – it's going to be co-op multiplayer. Like the first one. Like the first one, which is big though because it's kind of a little bit like the Dying Light feel to it in that yeah. part in that you're, you're free roam, co-op, still conducting missions. Yeah. Um, you're you're part of the resistance cell in Philadelphia and you're, you're trying to disrupt the North Koreans who have established a pretty strong foothold on your – Established a pretty strong foothold across the whole entire world, across the yeah, across the United States in general. Uh, they're they're trying to brain, brainwash you, add the propaganda and all that junk in there, and you're you're using um, guerrilla gorilla, gorilla warfare, guerrilla tactics to basically 
to feature enemy, and mm-hmm. with that comes a lot of excitement, exciting missions. Yeah, I mean, like, the first one, I played that one, you played that one. We didn't play it together because you had to have two different copies to play it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but we both played it. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Like, they had achievements how I liked them, like, they were, like, mini-games inside of the thing. Like, shoot, try to put people out of their miseries. Shoot six people before they died from the flame. Yeah, but the first one had a very, very, like, just... We're taking on the world. Everything is coming at us, and we're just going to blow everything up. Well, yeah, but... I understand that part of it, because... Spoils and all. North Korea took over the whole entire world in less than three months. They took over Afghanistan, the other major oil spot, too, and cut off everyone's oil. Without oil, you can't run any type of heavy aircrafts. Well, I mean, they control, they, they ended up, con- I mean, the way they, the way they say they did it is they, they went into oil rich countries, controlled all the oil, cut everybody, all the rest of the world off from everyone's oil supply, so they couldn't fight, they couldn't, uh, fuel their, their heavy mechanized vehicle, heavy mechanized vehicles and technologies and everything else they need to defend themselves, planes, anything we use uses fuel, mm-hmm. it's still heavy tech. And then, well, they came in with just whatever low tech stuff they did in a massive foot powered army and took over America and some other nations too. Europe, the Europe, the entire Europe. Yeah. So, you the thing is about this one is you're kind of in the very, very foot, first parts of the Takeover. The takeover resistance, you're playing a very linear map. You're basically going It to was story mode. Which story mm-hmm. mode? At the beginning of the Xbox when it was made. I understand that. Yeah. But uh, this one's very open world and I kind of want to say it's probably... I think it might have an Assassin's Creed type feel to it where you're sneaking around, you're trying... You're a part of the people that just live there in this world, but in reality, you're also... Your resistance. Your resistance, yeah. So, I think that's going to play a much bigger role in... In it, yeah. That would be still fun to play. Like Even though the story mode was linear in the thing, you were still sneaking around a lot and just taking pot shots when you can get them. Yeah, but I mean, there was a lot of times where things went real wrong and you just shot your way out of everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure there'll be moments like this in Israel, but I hope it's a little more kind of Hitman, Assassin's Creed, real, you know, you gotta, you gotta get in here, place this bomb in this spot, sneak to this point here, do this bomb in this spot, and then and get the hell out of there. Well, and then it's probably gonna be a get the hell out of there, but that's an ambush point, and now your whole team is gonna come in and you're gonna, Blow things up, initial true insurgent style. You're gonna blow front, blow back, and, and then make a kill zone. And to make a kill zone, they get trapped, and you take everything, you know. And then maybe capture their vehicles and fuel Fuels. and other supplies. Mm-hmm. You know, you're part of a head charge of resistance. Maybe things you capture, you know. Yeah. Hey, you capture convoys and you get supplies for your, you know, weapons, ammo, things like that that you need to conduct your mission. Fuel, because fuel. that's probably how they're going to transfer fuel around the country is convoy. Convoys, yeah, and just. You're using your resistance cell, and there's submissions inside the resistance cell to fuel the resistance cell so you can keep moving forward your missions and make your resistance cell bigger. Yeah. Bigger, stronger, and better. So I would love to see how... I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah. Um, I Once this gets a trailer, I'm going to watch that, and I'm, like, sold on it because of the first game was really good, but it's been through a couple of different developers, so I don't know if it's going to have the first hold to it, so... The trailer will tell me if it's going to or not. Yeah, the trailers. I'm gonna. I'm probably. I mean, May seventeenth. I'll be back by then, so I'm probably gonna pick it up. I would like for us to be through Dying Light by that time. I think we need to move on. We we've kind of been waiting for other people to play on it. I think. We I can think we're just going to play by ourselves. Play ourselves. If they want to jump in on it, they can jump in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll pick it up on maybe a sale on Steam or Xbox One. Nah, I'm thinking Xbox One. That that feels like a more of control or type title. Yeah, and there might be some really cool multiplayer with it, too, and that would enhance, enhance that um, that experience on the Xbox One. So I'm definitely... Yeah, I can see how that would work, and then we can do our thing there. That'd be fun. All right. I think we've beaten that, that to death. Yes. Uh, another big thing that went down, Xbox Live through Christmas. Well, so actually it was just 
On Tuesday. No, it was Tuesday. That was two years ago, the Christmas, oh. the Christmas failure. That was at, uh. Oh, yeah. So. I think it was two, two or three days ago on last Wednesday. Um. Xbox Live went down. Which, no big deal. You know, it was three o'clock in the afternoon. It wasn't really prime time. It was prime time East Coast time. But what made it a big deal is Snoop Dogg put out a Instagram video and tweeted it in the whole nine yards and basically said, Xbox, get your act together, or I'm going to PlayStation 4. Yeah? So how how do you feel about we are consumers of technology in the server-based world and everything else, but we're also – we also produce products where we have to make these systems run too. I run a network. You're going to college to work to work with these systems. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when someone goes out there and says, "Hey, get your act together"? When you really know how tough it is to keep these systems running 24/7. Yeah, and stuff goes bad. Like the whole Christmas um, Steam thing happened. Well, Christmas they leased personal information on Steam. It was, some people saw personal information, stuff like that happens. It was a cashing in for them. This was probably a network server died or something like that. A couple of servers went down, probably. Yeah, I mean, it didn't totally cripple their network, so we know it wasn't like a, a network problem. It was an actual server-based problem. Um the thing that I find kind of odd is people are just like, oh, I hate if I'm going to go to PlayStation, go with PC or something else. And I, I found it really hard to go. I was like, well, hold on. You know, one, Xbox has been driving forward, incredibly forward thinking over the last three years. They brought you a console that could do an all-in-one system for your setup. But, yeah, the thing is, too, PlayStation went down a week before that. With the exact same problems. Yeah, and no one had a cow about that. It no. just kind of happened into the night, and it was done with Yeah, that. it was happening during 2 o'clock old time, about 5 o'clock East Coast time. So this is actually, that was a very similar time than what happened with Xbox. No, 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 it, at night. Oh, at night? Yeah. Oh, uh, never mind, yeah, no one knew Not about 1,500. That's, that's probably yeah. scheduled maintenance. Maintenance, yeah. yeah. But so, no, that went down for like four hours, and it was actually, they had to at least stuff saying, yes, our network went down because of solo crash or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, PlayStation had that form, but they haven't still produced products where they're really super forward-thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox has brought the Kinect to us. That's forward-thinking. That's that's next-gen technology. Everyone gripes and complains about it, but in reality, being able to control a video game like the Ender game, if you've watched Ender's game where he controls everything with using body movements and everything else, that's incredibly cool technology. And all that's camera. It's all camera seeing little limbs or, um, yeah, if you, I took put the old Kinect for robotics and to see how much frame rate it had and stuff and how it looked at people. When it looked at people, it looked for major parts of the body. It looked for thing. They looked for hands, elbows, shoulders, and legs. Was knees, thighs, probably shins, shins, and your face. That's what they were looking for. And that's that's incredibly good thing to do. Yes, it needs a lot more work to find that. There's a lot of stuff. I tried to do facial recognition software. There's a lot of things to look for in facial recognition. It takes a while to get it honed in, but it is a good step forward. Yeah. It's so I'm thinking in more general terms, though. You mm-hmm. you brought the Connect, which is forward thinking. You you allowed TV your TV inputs to go into your TV into this, so you don't even need a soundbar. You just need a soundbar, simple soundbar now yeah. that provides surround sound. Has a Blu-ray player. Does all your video streaming. Often a lot of your uh, other streaming apps are, are programmed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other thing I thought is, is very forward thinking about it is they didn't. They're not sitting on their laurels in the terms of trying to provide inter, interconnectivity to your PC. They are a Windows-based system. That is that you can do now. You can do a lot of interoperability between your PC 
things your uh, Xbox and your Xbox One quickly announced uh, backwards compatibility and oh wait PlayStation is now coming out with some versions and varieties of backwards compatibility but they're they're trying to jump the gun on you know trying to scramble and come up with ways to answer that they're coming out with great lines of uh, games um they're they're uh, allow they're starting to make it so when you buy one digital game for your Xbox One, you can install it through their Xbox app on there and, and play it on your family and have well and have it on your PC too. Oh, but that's good too. That's the that's the next step is to so you can just I can take this and it's just a, basically a port. Like take my laptop here has heavy gaming on it, and when I go somewhere, my achievements and everything else go with me, and I can play Xbox One games on my PC. Yes. I mean that's they're they're driving forward with that vision, and part of that vision involved them doing a massive system update to Windows 10 as a back, background background platform to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, along with that came a lot of server problems, chat room problems. There's it, been a lot of things. Yeah, that's going to happen when you move forward. It's it when you try when you leave setting stable to setting new. There's a jump that most people don't see. You're Losing hardware and firmware, and then most of the computer stuff actually leaves there. You have to firmware changes. That's what I'm going into is firmware, is machine code and stuff like that. That stuff is not easy to program, and it a small change in the firmware can change a high level code drastically. So, what I'm kind of getting at is. Is I think people need to kind of just it was a two hour outage, hmm. it affected their lives a little bit. But people need to chill out about this. Like everyone's kind of jumping on us, bam! Well, I'll move to PlayStation, I'll go play PC. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, sure, go do that. Go go jump onto a dying system that can't that is the only thing that's making Sony money right now, yeah. and eventually is on a downward trend in the next. Well, Xbox is trying to buy them out five to ten years. Uh, well, with Nintendo's surge, they might be able to do it and not be considered a monopoly. Yes. So you know, the, and you and Steam also has a has a console too. So Steam has a console. Video has a console. Video has a console. console. And Nintendo. They won't be considered monopoly with four people in the game if they buy a PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I would actually be more... Personally, if I thought anybody was going to really have a good shot of buying out uh, PlayStation... But they'd have to buy all Sony because it's all wrapped into one. Mm. But if they sold off the PlayStation portion of it, I think the people that would have the best opportunity to do anything would be... um, would be the Steam, Steam or Nvidia, because they have the most stakes in needing to get a, a straight hardware all in one platform out there. I would love to see Nvidia do that, buy yeah. because then they have the hardware that gets put in their system. Top of line hardware can get put in there for relatively cheap, and they can do back end stuff, marketing there, and they don't have to do too much. Yeah, and they come with the power there too, the Sony mm-hmm. brand. So to Snoop Dogg, chill out. Take a break, bro. You can watch a TV show or two for a little bit. Go smoke Request a blunt. A, yeah, go smoke a blunt, man. Because uh, let's face the facts in reality. Xbox is is moving forward with a much better game game lineup, mm-hmm. system lineup, uh, forward-thinking lineup, and interoperability lineup. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves us at the other bad news. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto's lead, the president, leaves the company. So, president, lead developer combo. Yes, for Rockstar Games. So, this leaves Grand Theft, or leaves the Grand Theft Auto series in kind of a big conundrum in about things, because he's the the technical genius and the lead developer behind how all this, this... And then he also has shots in... Marketing, how the development cycle goes through, and getting the lead producer lead, or director. Yeah, lead developer. Director. He's, he has a he has a big piece in how this game moves forward and how this storyline comes to us. How all the technical pieces come together. The forward thinking person on how the Grand Theft on, Online when it happened. You know, so he's the 
he was always the person that brought that to uh, Grand Theft Auto, and now that's kind of done. He's gone. He's moved on. I mean, he probably just got burnt out. He's tired. He probably was going to take a long, long break. Yeah, he um, did take a year of sabbatical before quitting. But we, we do know that Rockstar doesn't come out with games in a hurry, so we're not going to see the next Grand Theft Auto for probably another four, three or four years. Yeah, it's about every five years they send out a game. Yeah, five years. But they don't do it until it's perfect. Yeah. They, well, even though they did release GTA V without online. Yes, but the story mode. Story mode. They, they, they put in the, the bones of it. Perfect everything else. They haven't changed any outside of adding more content to it, which I think in some ways to me they add it too slow to the online information stuff with the, the drops because I would love to have another heist. And how will this affect getting some of those new content in there? You know, this might be the guy who lines up all the characters in this for, uh, heist, um, Setups and how that all comes together. So, uh, a big driving force in the Grand Theft Auto world is just left mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, and we kind of kind of have to see where Grand, you know, how Rockstar North is gonna move forward after this. Hopefully, they move forward with good content still. I don't think they'll compromise their content. What I worry about. Well, I think they, no, I can't say that. They might compromise their content. Because the lead president has a say on if it goes out. Yeah, so they, they might not bring as strong content, but they have a lot of reputation to build with. And they've had a stable reputation to build. So there's a lot of people probably coming in right behind him that were raised and groomed in that mentality. You know, but how that translates, will they fall to pair I mean this guy maybe was the the person who prevented the every two year cycle of something and now will we get that instead of one great game that we stay with for off and on for very long periods of time mm-hmm. I mean we were playing yesterday we ran against a guy who was online level 263 I mean yeah. talking about no life in a game but you and me have been playing it now for a while, and we got off of it for three, four months, five months, five mm-hmm. months. And then they, they released a big update. They've released four or five. They released three or four updates on this, and now we're behind the power. Well, not behind the power curve. We both have enough money to do what we need to do and buy stuff, but we're there's so much more to do, and we didn't even know what was going on, and we haven't even really got into it, like becoming a boss and doing all that boss missions mm-hmm. and hiring bodyguards to do all that stuff. Yep. So that's gonna. That's kind of the... It's going to be interesting where they they take this from now on. Hopefully they go and still give us really good content. I think they will. I do. Okay. I think that's the end of our gaming section. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a couple minute break, get our ducks in a row, and then we're going to come back with technology. Yep. See you in a few. All right, we're back. Moving into our technology and entertainment segment. Um, so over the last week, CES wrapped it all up, and we, we saw a very interesting show there. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they produced a lot of uh, interesting uh, technology pieces being um, introduced. Samsung introduced a, uh, a tablet-laptop combo that uh, should be rivaling the um, Windows Surface, which I'm very excited for because uh, I... Love the Windows Surface. Don't like the price point. I can't afford something that, that that's a gaming laptop price for something that's not a gaming laptop. Yeah, but I do understand it for the Windows Surface for all the art products it does. I mean, me and you aren't really an art, but my girlfriend, she wants it just because of that. Because you can look down, look at it. It can be a piece of paper kind of material and just draw. So, okay, so that has the ability to kind of add the artistic person in there and, and let them draw on it and manipulate images mm-hmm. and all that stuff for them. Yeah. Which which is really cool, and I have to say that's awesome, but I look at it as more of it's a, a portable small computing compute option that allows me to do mo- all my work 
in a mobile platform without having to haul around a 15-inch laptop. Yeah. The only reason why that price, pe- price point is set up so high is because of how how their screen is made and for that. They went to more of the art people. There's She showed me tablets that she would like to have in the multi-thousand dollar range. So in reality, we're getting a great price. For what it provides, it's providing a better price. Yes. Yeah, but the pro... But for for consumers like us that don't use it for the art range, it is an outrageous price for it. Okay, so... There's also some other interesting things. There's uh, the new Nexus was uh, that's possibly coming out was uh, released. Of course, drones, cars, all mass amounts of other stuff was uh, yeah. My introduced. favorite is the the one single drone that they released is a it's a drone that will fly you places. Okay, so how does that work? Do you control the drone? No, not at all. You put it on where you want to go. And then it's controlled by a server that has all these drones, and they're hooked up with the FFTA. Yeah, FTA. So they're part of the. They have flight plans and everything else, and they're being cleared to to through the government to drive, fly these blah 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 blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah uh, height and distance and areas and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So basically, we're talking about a drone Uber. Yeah. Well, it's a drone Uber, but you own it. But you own the drone. Yes. So you can't just call up and be like, hey, man, I want to drop 50 bucks and I want to get flown to here. You might be able to. Like, they might set up a service like that. But as of right now, it's a personalized vehicle that flies you places. So I own this, but then it doesn't just – it just doesn't stay in my – wait, no, I guess I get into it. I, I pop, pop up my little location where I want to go next, mm-hmm. and then it takes me there. Yep. And then I'm just paying for this – I'm guessing I'm paying a monthly fee for a service then? Uh, you're paying a little bit, I, I don't know about that yet, you're probably paying for a little bit of GPS traffic and FTA gas and electricity for it. Well, I mean, if you own it, you're probably charging it and everything else, yeah. it's your responsibility to do all that, so what you're really doing is you're paying for the servers and all the hosting space mm-hmm. and the coordination piece to to have that thing flown wherever you need to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's an incredibly cool, um, is that going to... Is that anything like the Amazon drone program? So, yeah, the Amazon drone is something that's coming out to deliver your packages. I think it's Amazon Prime Now type thing. Uh, You can have a special sign-up for it right now where you can – early adopters in certain cities where they're testing it out. There's a lot of – kind of things they want to work out for with the government before they fully in, 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 integrate the system. For instance, no flyover areas, um, where they can and cannot drop things off to. I mean, you got theft problems too. There's been incidents where people freaked out where they had this drone flying over their building and shot them down and things like that. Um, you know, people, you know, say you see something flying over your backyard. Do they have to keep them in a general, in, over the general streets when they're at a certain height? Like, for mm-hmm. instance, when they're coming down, are they allowed to drop packages off in the backyard, front yard? I mean, personally, if I was having it, I would like to have it, you know, is there options available to have it dropped off in my backyard? I would prefer to have it dropped off in my backyard if I'm going to have something coming like that. Price points, there's a whole bunch of things that have to be worked through before this comes a massive, Thing to our public, along with the flat out the distance of travel to a warehouse, mm-hmm. and you know that warehouse has to hold that product, of course, in it. Yeah. So, um, I think this will be probably something we see with the big um, in really big cities. You know, Seattle proper. Yeah, Seattle. Well, not Seattle, more of the urban Seattle. Well, you'll see it on you know. See urban Seattle, the Seattle general area. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you'll see it all the way in places in its outreaching cities like Tacoma, Bellevue. Bellevue might get reached; it's not that far away. Bellevue um, has an Amazon plant in it. It probably has it. Well, that's probably where everything will service this greater Seattle area. Yeah. Um, how big these drones are? What's their mileage limit? How far can they go? How far can they travel? I mean, 
Here's a little while it is, but yeah. it is a good ideal to look for because that will give that will deliver packages faster. Well, it, it has the potential to deliver packages incredibly fast. So same day delivery for something. There's a guy says deliver this, that, that goes on to drone, drone flies, but there's a lot of logistics. For instance, drone breaks down, fall, you know, gets into a windstorm. At what point does is it unsafe for a drone to fly in this weather? There's a lot of question marks here that we're going at different. At what height do they stop flying? Can, mm-hmm. Do they have a high ceiling of they can only go above 300 feet? That is true. You know, because you don't want to have helicopters and out there in the city trying to fly around and eating drones into their engine and crashing to the down. ground. So, yeah. do they have to stay below 100 feet, 200 feet? How are they controlled? Are they computerized? Is there some man on them? If one goes down, how fast does it have to be picked up before it's on a public public's arena? Because you know, you a drone wing blade gets hit by a, a bird and goes down the, the whole, city, like the jet. Yeah, jet, jet wings can be clogged up by a board. Yeah, well, you mean if you have a bird wax it and hits, knocks out a, a propeller on it, and now it can't fly, and it gets landed, it's landed in the middle of the street, and you have to send someone out there to deal with it. So we're we're talking about a lot of logistics that has to be handled with the government and other other entities that are involved to get this thing up and running off the floor. Yeah, I think we beat that one to death, though. Yeah, um, we we definitely killed the drone world to an end. With the Samsung E, uh, Samsung S7 leak that came at that got leaked. Yeah, so someone leaked photos and some information about the new uh, Samsung Galaxy S7 coming out phone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're introducing three new models. That was part of the leak, which was. Four models. Four models? Yes. The, the S7, the S7, S7 Edge, Edge, the S7 Edge Plus, plus. Seven, S7 Plus. S7 Plus. So, basically, the S7, S7 Plus with an Edge technology for each one. Yeah. Um, uh, the look of it looked very similar to the S6. No real change there. It's not going to be really too much of a change in how the phone looks because how they do stuff, they do stuff, they change the look of the phone every two years. That's how they do it. But they usually change, this will come up with a boost of hardware and software integration. So we're expecting a hardware jump, uh, software jump. I'm, um, I'm also expecting a, uh, I think part of that was a battery jump. Yes. Coming out with a higher end battery. Also, it's coming in, out with a, um, the new, the newest, uh, Google OS system. So it'll come out with a better battery saver technology inside, built inside the OS, which is good because you and me know there's apps crazy now. You can't survive without having at least 60 apps on your phone. And all those apps demand data and processing power and time and having the OS that manages those Apps better to provide better battery time is a key. Mm-hmm. So I think that will be seen what the new one is coming out. They're still waiting for Samsung's official release date and everything else. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that comes out sometime this fall. Should be this fall, summer. I'm sure in Korea will come out this spring or yeah, spring, springish. Yeah, they'll probably they usually release it to the in Korea for us to get a taste. To have a, um... Well, Samsung's Korean-based. Yeah. So that's their actual consumer market. Yep. I mean, I spent a year over there, and Samsung is Apple here. Mm-hmm. Except a thousand times better. Of course. It's, Apple sucks ass. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, they do. I am actually a ton of percent agreeing with that, but uh, I, I, they, I mean, they have Samsung phones, TVs, watches, everything Samsung. You could have your entire house... Refrigerator, micro, uh, everything, everything you own, technology based, to be hooked up to your phone, to be a Samsung product. You could really, we talk about the iLife with Apple. You could have a Samsung Life in Korea. Everything you have owned, laptop, everything except for your furniture. No, I, excuse me, I'm dead wrong. 
they sell furniture. So you can have everything Samsung in your house and live a true Samsung life over there. And the difference between here and there is that product is quality. Their customer service is beyond anything I've ever seen. I walked in. I had a broken screen on my phone. I walked into a Samsung store. I got said I, I showed him my, I showed some Korean. I couldn't speak English. Just point to my phone broken. He said go upstairs. I went upstairs. I, I showed this one. They they told me to pull this ticket. Five minutes later, I'm talking to some Korean who can't speak a lick of English, and I just show him this, and he's like, "Oh, I got this." And it's all he said is, "I got this," and he speaks speaking Korean. And I say, "Okay, whatever," and he tells me he's like, "Cost this much." And I'm like, all right, a hundred bucks to replace my screen, uh, give it a cleanup, and give it back to me. Forty minutes later, screen replaced. Uh, and I'm out the door. I'm like, oh great, I lost my screen protector on it. Well, they say when I bought the phone, it came with an extra battery, an extra battery charger, a docking thing, a station, an extra cable, earphones, and a screen protector, and a screen, and a and a and a case. The phone came with everything needed to ha- to walk out the store that day without buying a single other product, and it was 150 to 200 dollars less than what you can buy a phone in America for. Wow. So I walk up to the store. I'm like, oh, I gotta buy a screen protector. So I go up to this guy. Hey, screen protector. And he's like, what? You know, he asked me. He saw that I was walking out with, you know, repair repair receipt. He said, oh, I got this. Puts the screen protector on it for free. And I said, well, what do I owe you? When I start pulling out money, and he's like, free, 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 good, you know, good. And he sends me on my way. What? Wow. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, I would if I had service like that in America in a, an Apple store, I would never buy anything but an Apple product. Mm-hmm. But you don't get that service. No. And the only company that in America that would have the opportunity and chance to probably do that in America is LG. Mm-hmm. No, not LG. LG is a Korean company. No, it'd be Microsoft. Microsoft. Microsoft could probably pull off doing the whole world, at least a whole technological experience where you bought their laptop, phone, TV, duh, the whole nine yards and have a great experience. Uh, Google is getting close to it. Yes, they're they getting are. to that world, to that they're world. They're starting to enter the phone world. They've got the Nexus phone. They, they have that. They have, they have tablets markets with their Android operating system on lockdown. They're providing services in the, on the web bases that help you integrate. Even if you don't have their products, you can still integrate into their services on Google Drive and all that stuff, uh, through their Android operating system. So, they're all, they're, that part of them I like though is because they're forgiving. You don't need to be in their platform to do it there. And they're starting to go into the corporate world. So things like their Google Docs, um, other online, Mm-hmm. Um, into these efficiency, I would call them, uh, presentation software, document software, spreadsheets, and all stuff are getting much, much better so, to the point now where there's almost no point in buying Microsoft Office unless you're a corporate, corporate entity and you need that stuff offline for your consumers. That is true. So, I think that's enough about Samsung. Uh, let's r- wrap this up real quick with a, uh, headphones follow up. So we were doing some more testing on our, Headphones, which are the Bluedio, 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 yep, Bluedio, Turbine headphones, um, Hurricane Edition. These are, as we said in our previous podcast, these are great headphones. Cost uh, us thirty bucks. Thirty bucks Bluetooth headphones. Uh, one of the things we want, we said when you come back and let you guys know about, it is if they, if they did. Plug them into a hardwired system, sound system, mm-hmm. and provide sound from that hard system, aka your Xbox One through the controller, and you have your phone hooked up and you're playing media through your phone. Uh, I can tell you right now, yes, it does do that. You will be able to hear the gameplay um, in there, and actually the Bluetooth takes priority, so that's louder, and the gameplay gets dimmed in the back, which is I'm okay with because if I'm listening to something on my Bluetooth, uh, I want to hear that a little higher in the game. I'm doing miscellaneous things in the background. Yeah, the like if you're playing Assassin's Creed and you're just going to get all the treasure chests on the island. Yes, yeah. I think. Yes, and now I have the opportunity to also pause really fast from my phone, listen to a cutscene, and then cut back in. Also, I'm playing missions where I want to hear the cutscene better, then that's more important to me. So, Turtle Beach, 
for at least right now, you can suck it. I have a better solution to listen to than your $300 option to listen to, wirelessly listen to my Xbox One and Bluetooth at the same time and not have to pay you a ton of money. Um, that makes me really happy. Yeah, and it's, it's not the awful solution, it's not the perfect solution. I eventually will probably end up getting the, the $300 solution, but I'm waiting for the price to drop down. Yeah. To you can probably even do that. Bucks. You probably can even do that with your computer. Listen to podcasts and then off your phone and then have it plugged in running a game off of it too. Yeah, with my computer, I probably actually just hook it up to the Bluetooth and then use the software. Just yeah, listen but to a podcast off an it, application on there. I mean, I don't have multiple screens, so. It's a lot easier for me to run music off my phone and then play games off my thing. Yeah, but I mean, I hooked these Bluetooths up to my my laptop, and I was listening to. I decided to play the music. I was listening to music in here and wandering around the house, and having the laptop play music, and the sound was amazing. Yep, great sound, uh, and I like the part that I don't have to be tethered to my laptop while I'm doing stuff. You know, because I can get up and just get a drink of water. Or, uh, a cup of coffee, something else in the room, and I don't have to remember to go, uh, I can just get up and do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, editing this podcast and listening to it while I work, which will be something I do. Uh, so there's, there's multiple functions for these and for Bluetooth headphones and $30. 30 bucks, yeah, they don't quite impress it for 30 bucks. Go there, Amazon Prime, get them in two days. I can, I have to say, it's, it's the best purchase you'll make <laughs> all year round. Um, Alright, that, that, with that, we're also, uh, let's move into some sports. Yes. Let's get some, uh, quick, we got some quick predictions. We don't want to take too much time on this. We're already at about 45 minutes and we don't want to so, eat too much time on that. So, last week, I made a whole whopping of two mistakes. So let's go over the, the picks last week. So last week, you picked Kansas City to win, Cincy to win, Seattle to win, and Washington to win, to win. Well, we, if, if you play attention to anything in the football realm, Kansas City won, yes. Cincy lost, and Pittsburgh won, Seattle won, and Washington lost. That Cincy Pittsburgh game was. Oh uh, man, you should yeah. you should have had Pittsburgh should have won that. Oh, Cincy should have won mm. that though. My bad. Cincy should have won that. They had the ball. They got the turnover. They got the pick. They got everything. Cincy fell apart. Two massive penalties in thirty seconds left in the game. If they just hold off for thirty seconds. And just wait. They had the ball. All they needed to do was run, run Tower Blaze and hold on the ball. Yeah. And the guy fumbled it, giving them another chance with a minute left. And um, they put Big Ben on there, which had a busted up arm. He couldn't throw past 10 yards without having something that wobbled and stuff. Oh yeah, dislocated shoulders, what happened. Yeah. And they don't think he's gonna be, he's not playing against Denver. He said they can't say, he says he can't play. They're, they're, Pittsburgh saying he's not playing. So, let's, let's, with that, after that god awful game and all that disaster, with that, let's, uh, let's get your picks. Okay, I pick, so um, the first game is New England, Kansas City. Uh, well, I think, I think that Tom Brady's going to have both his wide receivers up during the game. Uh, so I believe, yes, he has, Gronk back. Gronk's been back for a week or two, and Edelman comes back this week. So, yeah, I'm going to go with New England. All right. I do not think, even with that, those guys have been battered up all year. Man, uh, and Kansas City has that big-ass waiting streak that going yeah, on. Yeah, Kansas City's just, just been destroying. Not destroying people. They've just been grinding it out, quietly getting win after win, and I think they'll do it again. Even though it's away, I think Kansas City gets this win. Okay. Next week's pick, uh, next game pick. So next game pick is Arizona and Green Bay. Green Bay, Arizona, Green Bay. So I'm gonna take with this with this one. I think an Arizona's gonna win. Yeah, this. Arizona sounds like the best bet because Green Bay has a whole lot of injury. In, they haven't been playing too well. They've, they've been hobbling. Uh, they, they 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 came into the playoffs. Uh, hobbling in, they've lost Jordy Nelson and some other. They're they're starting running back. I don't remember who it is. So they're they're just limping into the playoffs. Arizona's coming in after week by. They're fresh. They're the second seed overall. Uh, the NFC champ divisions. So I think we'll. I'm thinking I'm going to take uh, Arizona for that too. 
Alright, so here we go. This is the big game for the Seattleite area. Uh, kind of a semi-big game for us, but since we're, I'll follow the Seattle Seahawks until they play the Denver Broncos. Seattle, Carolina. Carolina. Um, Carolina, Carolina's been doing, they've only had one loss this whole time of season. Carolina took one loss two, three weeks ago. The Seahawks, Seahawks defense is always pretty good. The offense really stepped up this year. Uh, in the second half, they turned it on. Russell yeah. Wilson had a great second half. I'm going to say that Kansas City's not going to take it. It's going to be Seahawks. All right, so Seattle Seahawks for the win over Carolina. Yeah, Carolina, not, yeah. not Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Already, you've, you've already picked New England over Kansas City. So I will agree with you on that, or not agree with you. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think Carolina is playing too good. They're at home. Seattle's a good team, but I don't think they get the win here. I uh, I absolutely believe. You think the Panthers are going to take Panthers it? Panthers are going to take it. I think Cam Newton. He's young. He's brash. I think he's gonna he's gonna lead that team into the. Well, they have a great defense. They're at home. That 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 city has had terrible team after terrible team for years. They are going to be pumped. They see Super Bowl rings coming at them and. I don't they think have the kids in candy store eyes, huh? Yeah, oh, I think they have, I don't think, I think they have kids in candy store eyes, and I don't think anybody can stop them. Okay. I think they have a great team. So that brings us to the Denver and the hobbling Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so Big Ben's out, Um another Brown's out, Brown's wide receiver's out. out, Brown. I mean, if you watch that, if you watch that Cincinnati and Pittsburgh game, like, goddamn. People's heads will, like, if they won't attach as well as they will, they'd be rolling on the ground. Uh, yeah, that one hit, I'm surprised that Brown even walked off the field after that hit. I mean, that was ridiculous. Um, so I think it's a give me pick. We're yeah. both picking Denver. Yep, Denver. Denver. Yeah, there's no, there's no, Denver has to throw the ball away, literally, to Pittsburgh all day long for... Well, Payne Manny's has 17 interceptions. Yeah. And only four touchdown passes. While injured, we're going we're gonna to caveat that with his injury. Since he came back from the injury, even with it was just one half of football, it was two touchdowns, no interceptions, and almost uh, 200 yards of passing in a one half. I mean, he turned it on. He looked so good at that second half. So I, he just turned on his... So this is what the Mannies have. There's the Manny that's in the... Place for the Giants. Giants. And he's a... From, he doesn't really do too good in playoff... In, not in the... In the regular season. season. But he turns on during the playoffs and he's unstoppable. Well, he has two Super Bowl runs where he's gotten gotten there and made some great plays, and he's had some receivers make some great plays for him, too. Yeah, and, so, then Pey- and then Peyton Manning, just, he just, like, he's a long-term quarterback. He'll get you through the regular season and into playoffs. But yeah. then he just gets shut down in the playoffs. So, yeah, he, he, he has trouble once he gets into the playoffs and getting all that stuff handled. So I think uh, I should wrap our picks up. Uh, currently I leave you by two. By two. So I have four. I got them all right last week. Uh, yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect picking. Uh, good job. Um, outside of that, I don't think there's any other sports news is really not too big. The Australian baseball's ending. Nothing. There's nothing. I mean, MLS, MLS soccer draft happened. Premier League still mid-season table. We can talk Premier League all day long. I can talk Premier League soccer, English soccer all day long. Um, Dandy. I think the hockey season's coming to the end. Uh, no, they just got started. Yeah, yeah it's starting. They're mid, they're early mid season, and NBA's early mid season. <laughs> God, that's gonna sound horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, guys. That was that was a horrible mistake. You you guys will ears will pay for that one. I'll try cutting that out, and then you have no idea what we're talking about now. Um, but yeah, you got the Stanley Cup, Stanley Premier League's in the middle of their season. Baseball starting up in a couple months. We're really kind of in a yeah. Catchers and pitchers are six months, six six weeks, weeks out. out. Yeah, they, they they report here on in late February mm-hmm. or early January. They report by about the same time I leave for leave overseas. Mm-hmm. So 
the uh, there's nothing really big in the sports world. So if you guys want to contact us, so if you want to get a hold of us, we are. You can get a hold of us at thosenallenbrothers.com at, g- at gmail.com. My Can't bad. got the domain name. Domain name, yeah. I, I do work for networks, I swear. Sure. Uh, you can you can look this up on uh, Facebook, Those Nallen Brothers. Uh, we have a Twitter, Nallen, at, at Nallen, Nallen Brothers. Brothers. I have a personal Twitter handle. You can look me up on that. That's at Nallen BA. Mm-hmm. Um, this loser over here doesn't want to get on Twitter or any social media and interact with you guys. I just want to let you know that. Well, I just haven't made one yet. Yeah. how much reading I've done. Yeah, so he's... He hasn't taken the 10 seconds as it is to upload a, a photo and do some other stuff for Twitter. You guys um, don't want to see my face. It's okay. Just keep it trimmed, man. Keep it, your girlfriend got you all looking pretty. You need to keep that up, man. Cause it's not going to happen. I'm telling you, man. You need to get a trim. Get at least get a Talking beard to the guy that takes four weeks to grow a decent amount of hair that can be seen. I can't grow a beard. I probably will never grow a beard. I'll probably always keep on, keep shaved, clean shaving my entire life. Yeah, you know what? In a week. Trim it up. Trim it up. You need a haircut, too. I just got a haircut. It's out of control. You need to trim up the sides, though. I mean, it's looking kind of... Sh- the, hu- the top's right, but you need to look to the, trim uh, up the, the sides a little the, bit. Those are where my calluses are, so... Yeah, I mean, trim it up, though. I mean, it looks kind of shaggy on the sides. Uh-huh. Looks ridiculous. Little, little clean-cut appearance looking right now. Something you need to work on. So when you start getting jobs, you can start doing job interviews and you already have that feel for it. Because mm-hmm. if you looked walked into a job and you walked in the way you look now, I'd be like, next. This this jerk. Well, that's our timer saying it's time to cut loose and say that's it for the day. So, for Brett and Allen and David Allen, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>